Your boss, your doctor, your son's teacher, your feminist best friend, that sweet little blue-haired widow who sits next to you in church, your own mother. What secrets may these women have in common? Well, tucked away in their Kindles, maybe books with plots you never thought they'd read. A city girl inherits a ranch only to end up riding the three hunky cowboy neighbors with a fondness for sharing one woman. A business executive, abducted on a trip, finds herself moaning helplessly under the foreign tongue of her muscular captor. A spoiled socialite learns the meaning of discipline at the hands of a man who insists she call him daddy. A blind date goes off the rails when the gentleman caller turns out to be something less than a gentleman. Erotic literature is nothing new. Stratton of Sardis and Sappho of Lesbos gave the ancient Greeks erotic poetry. In the 1700s, the Marquis de Sade penned Justine, the scandalous story of a virtuous woman who descends into debauchery as a sex slave. The Marquis's work left a mark. The word sadism is derived from his name. Nearly a hundred years later, Venus and Furs would turn the tables with the tale of a man so smitten with a beautiful woman that he begs her to sexually use and dominate him. The author, Leopold von Sacher Massach, whom we have to thank for the word masochism. The repressive Victorians generated a wealth of other erotica during that time, despite the government's fevered efforts to shut it down. Classics like The Nunnery and Lady Pokingham endure to this day. The latter is as fun to say, Lady Pokingham. She seems like a lot of fun. The 1940s brought us Anais Nean's Delta of Venus. In the 50s came Pauline Regay's The Story of O. In the late 1990s, Anne Rice sent us on an erotic fairy tale journey with the claiming of Sleeping Beauty. Like the original, this story begins not with the princess waking from a kiss, but with a fuck. Surprise, Your Highness. Each generation has had its scandalous contribution to the erotic landscape, but it took the marriage of increased sexual openness, technology, and a blockbuster book that started as fan fiction to finally push erotica into the glorious mainstream. E.L. James's Fifty Shades of Grey popularized erotica for the masses, and the advent of e-readers made erotica not only more accessible, but more acceptable. No longer did women have to stalk the back of the bookstore, waiting for the all-clear before snatching a sexually explicit book from the shelf and praying she wouldn't run into someone from the PTA at the counter. Now, she could have her book anonymously, at the click of a button, and no one would be the wiser. Today, there are literally hundreds of thousands of erotica books to choose from, and with a growing number of independent authors pushing the limits for readers eager to see what's beyond the next sexy horizon, it's unlikely we're going back. So, who reads erotica? How many different kinds of erotica are there, and who's writing all these sexy books? I'm Ava Sinclair, an erotica author of over 20 years, and this is my podcast, The Erotic Reading Room where we'll explore our hunger for reading and writing these lusty books. We'll talk directly to authors who write everything from sexy romantic escapism to dark and gritty fantasies of forced consent. We'll explore how various desires and kinks are woven into stories, whether your taste is for a dominant man who spanks you into submission, the alien warlord who takes you to his remote outpost for his intergalactic breeding program, or a harem of five men who exist to pleasure you and you alone, there is sure to be something to titillate, or in some cases even scandalize. We'll dish about emerging trends with bloggers who keep a finger on the rapid pulse of this ever-evolving genre. 
We'll even take a deep dive into some of the questions dogging erotica and those who read and write it. Can you be a feminist if you enjoy erotica? Are books featuring male domination harmful to women? Why do we love reading about taboos? Is there a limit to what readers will accept? Why do some books get banned and who decides? These are just some of the topics you can look forward to in the coming weeks and months. If you're already an erotica reader, we're hoping this is a wonderful way to learn about some new writers or some new subgenres you've never considered reading. And if you're not a reader, maybe, just maybe, you'll find yourself spicing up your own bookshelf with some sexy titles you never knew you love so much.